Welcome out there to another awesome episode of The Album Argument. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. And we are so happy to have you today. Jay, five seconds or less, what is The Album Argument? Uh, two guys, friends, longtime friends, swap albums, and they discuss the best and worst for live reactions. Live reactions. Ta-da! Yeah, so again, we try to not discuss these albums in advance. It is really hard. Very difficult. Very we want to say, oh, isn't that horrible? Isn't that great? Or... Because that's what Just, we did for years. Like yeah. So, uh, and if 45 you, years we've been doing this. 45. And like, and like <laughs> a million years. A million years. And, and so now that we do this podcast, now we have to hold our feelings inside. Yeah. If we haven't mentioned it in a while, for longtime listeners, sorry you'll hear this. But if you're a new listener, and thank you for all the new listeners out there following us uh, through socials and so forth. Uh, this kind of started off maybe right before the pandemic, during the pandemic, right? So yeah. it was like a song of the week. Yep. Right. You would send something and then I would send something. We'd listen. We'd say, oh, yeah, that's cool. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, I don't know, we just kind of decided we we need to record these reactions. So that's why we still want to kind of yeah. give that reaction other. But we, we pretty much hold other than saying, hey, make sure to only do the 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 remastered 16 song version yeah. and not the full extended cut. Let's just be honest. We're two incredibly vain people that feel like the rest of the world should hear our thoughts. Maybe. And on top of that, we like to drink coffee and would be happy to promote any coffee. Send us on your the air. coffee. So, but other than that, we also uh, enjoy sharing music with each other yeah. and from other people that have replied and even friends, you know, they. They kind of, we've gotten some good comments in terms of, oh, thank you for, you know, having really listened to that or had a take on that or Ryan was crazy on this or you were yep. crazy, Jeremy, on this, things like that. So hopefully we're a good quick listen on your way to work or school or wherever you're going. I had a, uh, one of my, I, I'm in a play right now and one of my castmates the other day pulled me aside. And he goes, hey, I just have to let you know, I listened to this one episode and your friend Jeremy is so wrong on so many levels. And I would like to tell you in, in, <laughs> And starts listing, and I'm like, I need this, to know now. This is to... amazing. <laughs> which which album do you remember? I'm not going to go there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Off no. air. Off air. Off air. Off air. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just wondering, so I can, you know. Uh, pretty much every opinion you have oh, for no. every episode. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, hopefully, totally kidding. Hopefully, they will like this. And uh, you know, happy uh, Halloween coming up. I know Halloween is this week, so spooky. Uh, are you going out as anybody? Uh, yeah, I'm dressing up uh, as Steve. Uh, which is basically an alter ego of myself. So I will be wearing the same clothes, have the same hairstyle, same beard. You know, I will just answer to a different name. Interesting. It's like three hole punch Jim from the office. <laughs> I'm Jim, but I have three hole punch. Yeah. I, I I can't say I have thought as much about my, my costume. So I applaud you for that. The, are you going to, when you take the kids out, are you going to wear something? They always ask us to do that to, for my wife and me, but no, I, I, I don't have anything planned, but I guess it's tomorrow. So I should figure that out pretty soon. Uh, you probably should. Yeah. It's all right. Just carry a kitchen knife with you. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm so clumsy though. I would fall and well, chop that's a off good point. So, <laughs> Never you know, mind then. Yeah. No, we have too many hills in this neighborhood to walk around and I would, that would not <laughs> Leave be it safe. In the kitchen. So, I think my daughter's going as like a unicorn, super unicorn. Oh, that's something, cool. Something, I don't know. Something unicorn. She, I can't remember the full name, but it's like very glittery and all. Sweet. It looks great. Nice. And then my son's going as like a pilot, like a Air Force pilot. Awesome. So that's thanks, cool. Thanks, Costco. Yeah, there you go. Purchased a couple months ago. Anyways. Sweet. So, not quite, uh, not very 
Well, the, we we talk about this stuff because we're you know we live in the suburbs. Yes. Oh, okay. And so this album is. Tie, right. There you go. So I should say it's not very uh, Halloweeny, but um, if you're like us and you live in the suburbs, thank you, Ryan. Thank you. We're, I was like, trying to find the segue. Yeah. Then you might like this album by Arcade Fire. Arcade Fire. I think it was a later album. And you can hear they, they have like an announcement. It's like Arcade Fire. I can't yeah. remember the song, but a couple albums after this. Anyways, released on August 2nd, 2010. This album of the year, Grammy winner by the Arcade Fire, was their third album. And if you uh, don't know, yeah, Arcade Fire. So this, again, I just mentioned third album. Um, consists of Wynn Butler on vocal and guitar, Regine Chazane, uh, vocals and everything else. Yeah. She plays drums and uh, accordion and everything else, multi-instrumentalist. Uh, Will Butler, yes, the the uh, brother of Wynn. Uh, synth, bass, and guitar. He's since left the band, but at this point he was in the band. Jeremy Gara on drums. Tim Kingsbury on bass, guitar, keys. Sarah Newfield on violin. And Richard Reed Perry as another multi-instrumentalist. Nice. Very It's good. one of those bands that there's a lot of people on stage and it's pretty cool. And they trade up instruments. And they trade up instruments. A Mult- lot, lot of multi-instrumentalists. That's awesome. Uh, so they had a couple of albums before this. I, I think this was the first album that I remember buying, kind of getting into. I had a friend really into it and said, hey, you got to listen to this, this this song, The Suburbs, just came out and it yeah. sounds cool. Um, but it's it's very, it's got a theme of The Suburbs. Yes, right? yes it does. It's not just titled The Suburbs Alternative Rock. It is all about The Suburbs. Yeah, it is. Um, and so it's a cool concept album. As I mentioned, it won Grammy of the Year. I'm a little, I, I'm shocked by that, actually. Yeah. Um, it beat, uh, I had to look it up just to, just so you know, it beat Lady Gaga. I don't have the albums written down, but Lady, Lady Gaga, Gaga. Gaga, Eminem, Lady, now known as A, or Antebellum at the time, and Katy yep. Perry. So if you listen to this album, I'm just going to cut to the chase. I think the voters of the Recording Academy made a good decision. Well, out of the rest of those, I mean, the only one I could probably argue would be Lady Gaga. Maybe. Right? I mean, I, I like her stuff. So yeah. So, but in terms of an album, so what I have true. to give for That's this true. album, this is an album. This is an album. This is, this is a concept album. This is a concept album. We'll get to that a little bit more. Okay, cool. Uh, it also won best international album at the 2011 Brit Awards. Nice. And also uh, the 2011 Juno Awards Album of the Year. Yeah, I was about to say, aren't they Canadian? They are Canadian. I okay. forgot to mention that. They are Canadian, but I will go ahead and throw this in. I think I also started knowing of this album right after it won, of course, just getting the hoopla because yeah. it's like, who is this band? I had heard of the Arcade Fire, Arcade Fire, at this point, but they're kind of like an indie South by Southwest totally. band at that point. And this was, you know, them coming out to the world because everybody was like, who is this? Actually, there's a cool clip of the Today Show. What is it? Hoda and Kathy Lee Gifford. When I was looking at YouTube, there's a, you know, the rabbit hole of YouTube and it's Arcade Who? And so they're reading the day after of who won the album of the year award. And they're like, uh, who who won this? Who who are who they? Is this? It, that can't be a good idea that you have an, a fire at an arcade. So anyway, so <laughs> it's really funny. It's a cool clip that's, on YouTube. That's fun. So for everybody that like Arcade Fire, so what I knew of Arcade Fire before this album was, hey, they got a cool sound, Canadian band, a lot of musicians on stage. Yeah, it's indie, you know, whatever. So people knew of it, but I didn't really get into it. So uh, when this album came out, it then won, and I was living in Houston at the time when those awards happened, and. Uh, Wynn and Will grew up in a suburb of Houston called the Woodlands. Really? And so for those not from Houston, it's kind of funny that uh, like the sub the the Woodlands in Houston is just what Georgia looks like. As in 
That's yeah. why it's called the Woodlands, gotcha. right? So in, in Houston, you know, there, there are trees everywhere, but um, so hello, friends in Houston, if, if you're listening. Uh, great area, the suburbs. It was about an hour, 45 minutes from where we live, so I did some gigs up there. So cool area, but it's very well-planned, nice suburb area. Very cool. So that was on the news there saying, hey, this album, just one album of the year, and it was highly inspired from where the lead singer and the uh, his brother, other person in the band, Will and Wynn, grew up, right? Uh, they weren't born in Houston, but they they grew up there. So um, so it's pretty cool. A, a tie to Houston, um, the suburbs. So um, yeah, it's just it's it's got great songs. It it sounds like Arcade Fire. Okay. They kind of got into dancey stuff after this, which is still cool. I actually still kind of like that. I hand it to Arcade Fire for they always have a theme, at least starting off with the suburbs. Maybe the, the two albums before this, but there was Reflector and there was a couple other albums. But they always have a theme where they all kind of dress alike. There's a theme on the album. It's very cool that in today's time where it's all singles yeah. base, they have albums, but then they still have singles, right? So there's a lot of songs I'll get into which ones I like, but you know, they're, they're, uh, just to go ahead and say, you know, it starts off with, there's 16 songs of the album, starts off with The Suburbs, Yep, and it finishes with The Suburbs, parentheses, continued. <laughs> so it's cool. So yep. I don't think uh, we've ever talked about Arcade Fire. Um, I've been kind of holding Arcade Fire and I'll say I cheated a little bit because you gave me, I knew you gave me London Calling from last week. And then I said, okay, now's the time. Cause I started, I hit play on London Calling and you were like, what are your picks? And I go, oh, I keep forgetting to give you my picks. And I said, okay, I think now's the time to do Arcade Fire. Having no, knowing that we were going to do London's Calling. Nice. London Calling by The Clash. So again, I think it's a descendant of The Clash. And so I wanted your thoughts on just arcade fire in general and what you think of this album and songs and everything um honestly i have to i have to say i'm not embarrassed but i i'm i'm shocked that i like this record because when i think of arcade fire i always kind of pictured this like hipster you know you're correct yeah (laughs) hipster people be like the arcade fire and you're entirely correct and so I have openly, maybe not openly, but openly in my head, uh, shied away from listening to anything on that level because I, I don't want to get involved with the hipster movement. I don't want to look at this or or be considered that. Or and and I hate that because that's me being judgmental, and uh, I'm sorry for that. But if I if I'm being honest and open about it, that's the truth. Um, that being said, this is a good record. I'm I'm really impressed with it. Um, I don't like it enough to buy. Okay. However, uh, there are stuff that I've already downloaded nice. and uh, I've already put into playlists and things. And uh, I, I'd say overall, it's it's very good. I'd say it's a 3.5 out of 5. Um, I do see why people really like this, though. And, and um, I applaud the creativity that went into the, the prepping and planning for this record. Because you can tell when certain songs tie into the next and like they literally some of the the sounds will tie into the next track. That's oh, yeah. beautiful. I love when that's done well. Uh, there's certain bands that'll just do it because they think it's cool. This seemed like it it like perfectly tied that next thing to the next song, you know. And uh, that's when it's done right. It's gorgeous. Um, again, as I said, I'm kind of ashamed to admit that I like this, but at the same time, it's like no, you know what? I I don't need to be so 
crass and, and stuff towards other people. And it's a good record. It's very popular indie rock at this point. Yeah, it is. You know, that's if it's indie, I don't know if it's indie, if it wins the album of the year at that point, right? Yeah. Um, but the I, style of indie, let's say. Totally, Whatever totally, indie yeah. is, right? But we talked about the Postal Service a few yes. weeks ago. I mean, you know, you like the Postal Service. Love and that is Service. very... Very indie, indie, and let's say uh, borderline. <laughs> it is hipster. borderline hipster. But so. when, but in my defense, when the postal service first came out, they were not hipster. It was not hipster, and you know, like the hipster group hadn't drawn to it yet. Portland was not Portland yet. It correct. wasn't Portlandia yet. Yes, right, that's so. that's correct. Which is a great show. And there's a whole channel. If you have a Samsung TV, there's an actual whole. Portlandia, Portlandia, really channel. Oh, that's cool. And it just plays at 24 hours. That's a day. funny. My wife. I don't know if she actually likes it that much, but there's good skits I've sent you. There anyway. are very good skits, yes. So anyways, uh, I do want to throw one thing in. You talked about well-planned. What drives me crazy, I should I forgot to mention, uh-huh. it won Album of the Year. It was also nominated for Best Alternative Album, but did not win. That's that's a little weird. That's a little weird. That is right? a little weird. Uh, now, when you vote for the Grammys, you just vote for categories. Yeah. And so... They just didn't get the votes for alternative, but they got the votes for album of the year, right, which is totally. Go. But do you know? Can you guess? Twenty ten, who they would have? Twenty eleven, I guess, when the awards no, who they would have lost to, I, I, which I think it was crazy compared to, like you said, the planning. No, I have no clue. My favorite band to bash in terms of kind of indie rock, the Black Keys. Oh wow! Okay. So I admit I haven't listened to that, but it's interesting that the planning and the execution and the level of this album yeah. lost to the black keys that's that's really interesting i think you were all wrong i was not voting at that time but i would say you're all but wrong. you are a voter now that's I for sure now. so anyway sorry i had to throw that in no that's cool. very alternative rock um so if i could just go ahead and i'll just go ahead and put it out there i would love to see them live um after yeah. listening to this record i would really 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 like to see them live because uh, I, I did look up a couple of YouTube videos and to see what goes on on stage. I was very impressed again. God, I hate admitting it, but like, this was cool. This was really cool. Um, ready to start. I felt like it was a really cool song. Rococo. Is that how you say it? Yep. I yep. really enjoyed that one. Uh, half-life two. I, I like half-life two. Uh, I like it better than half-life one. Yep. <laughs> you know, Same. Uh, month of May, I thought was very interesting. I, I felt like maybe that didn't fit as much, but it was still cool and I dug it. Uh, Same. And, and then, like, Sprawl number two, I really enjoyed. Now, that being said, if I go ahead and, and pick what my favorite song was, it's actually the opening song, the whole title track of the whole thing, The Suburbs. It's a good, you know, I, in, in everybody that's listened to us knows that I love a good opening track, and I, I feel like the importance of opening tracks to tell you about what the rest of the album is going to be. This song is is next to perfect. It's like an overture. Yeah, it's so good. Um, and I'm, I'm just really impressed with it. And, and I wanted to say, and I totally forgot to say it with, uh, the, the last album, the clash, when we were talking about London column, one of the things I really liked about that record is how, like, I felt like I could have written some of the songs on that album. Uh, and one of the things that I feel like I really like about the suburbs here is not that I felt like I could have written it, but I felt like I could have played it. I could have been in the band and played it and like really connected with it. Does that make yeah, sense? I, I think that's a part of indie. That it's very accessible, approachable, yeah. basic melodies. Correct. I was going to say there's a few songs on two, on here. I, I agree. You know, I don't have to yeah. say the songs, but across the board, the melodies. You, when you break it down, you go, "This is so simple." Yes, but it works. It, and so exactly simplistic. Usually, yes, that means hey, anybody could play it on keys or whatever. So let's hear a little bit of the suburbs there. Oh, 
For those of you out there that don't know, um, I mean, I, I've said before, I am a musician. However, I'm not the best musician, you know, and, 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 but I feel like I could play with that. I feel like I could be in the band and play that. And I'm not saying that as a negative. I'm saying that as a positive, like it pulled me in because of that. It's a great song. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I agree. I, I'll go ahead and say that I didn't pick this as my favorite, but gotcha. I, this was maybe my honorable mention oh, because there we go. I, I agree that it's a great opener. It sets up the rest of the album. It really does. Uh, it's cool because it's a little, I, I want to say different for Arcade Fire, but it's got the kind of Western-y mm -hmm. type feel and it's got the piano. And so it just has a, a slightly different sound. So maybe that's getting you ready for yeah. some of this is slightly different. The only reason why I did not pick it, I feel like it's a little long. Gotcha. And I think some of the lyrics, I was looking into the lyrics and the way the lyrics, I don't, I feel like it doesn't, some stuff was just kind of forced in there. I say this in the kindest way possible. I still like it. I yeah, love no, it. No, I understand. But I had to choose a different song because when you read it, and sometimes when you read words, the lyrics and how they fit, you go, oh, that's so cool. This just didn't do, it didn't, it wasn't that next level. I go, oh, that's really nice how they did that. It was just kind of like a flow of words that yeah. kind of was forced in there. But anyways, it, it, the song's a little long, but it is a great opener. I agree. Now, if I have to talk about the song that I did not like, this was very difficult. Uh, well, I take it back. The song I picked wasn't a difficult pick, in my opinion. But the rest of the album, thinking about it and looking into it, it was like, I like the vast majority of everything. Uh, Sprawl, number one, not a fan of. Uh, I don't know what it is. I just don't feel it. I love the second one. Uh, but, yeah, not a fan of that one. I will have to say, I feel like this. there are a few songs that could have been left off of this. It could have been a shorter record. However, um what do I know since they won Grammy of the year? But if I had to pick the song that I did not like the most, it is Modern Man. So I have to say it's the weird time signatures that throw me off. It's the shift back and forth in the time signatures. I like the words. I like what he's trying to say. Um, I just don't feel like the time signature shift was done well. Uh, we're going to talk about an album in upcoming weeks where they have different time signatures and stuff. And I felt like how they use them properly versus this. I think this works though. I mean, it, it, no. cause it goes back and forth. Like you said, it's it not does. a consistent, it's kind of like a nine pattern. Yeah. Right? So it starts off and you go, Oh yeah, they just dropped something. So I think this works though, because of the nine pattern, like I, that catches me every time I go, okay, the, you know, it's kind of, it's indie, whatever. And then when they drop the beat and you're like, Oh, that, that actually gets me. It, it, Nope. brings me in. So nope. I, I think it is done well and you are wrong, Ryan Strauss. Uh, no, this is the one song where they should have just kept it simple. I think you would have been better off choosing sprawl. Number one, that's not my pick still, but I think sprawl number one, that is a quieter song. It's kind of like a James Bondy. It, it takes a while yeah, to develop. I would have does. agreed with you more on that one. Modern man. It's number three on the album. I think it places well right after ready to start. No. It's up to be upbeat. Nope. And then this comes, I, I think you're wrong. Nope. Here goes the chairs. I'm here. It is. And we're back <laughs> from the physical violence. No, I, I get what you're saying. And I know that there's going to be people out there that greatly disagree with me. They're going to be like, no, it's perfect. I mean, it literally fits the word so well. It, and, and that's why I said, I like the lyrics. I, I like what he's talking about because, you know, he talked about feeling off and then it's off, you know? So uh, conceptually, yeah, it's great. However, I just don't feel like it works. It's not for me. I, I, I found that I started skipping it. 
when mm. listening. I've oh, listened wow. to this record a lot, actually. Um, and uh, yeah, I just I started skipping it every time because I'm like, I don't need this in the story. So whatever. I'm right. You're wrong. Who cares? Moving on. So Jay, tell us what you think. But you're not buying. So just to sum up, so you, you chose the suburbs and then Modern Man, but not buying, right? But it's good. It's good. Like it's okay. a good record. Uh, and again, like I, the, out of all the songs that I listed that I really liked, I've already put those in the playlist. Nice. So uh, and like for me, uh, the if I had to pick a second one or honorable mention, it'd be the Rococo one. And I still don't even know if I'm saying it right. I don't know what it is about that song. I just really dig it. And I, I've noticed a theme out of the two last albums. Most of the stuff I've enjoyed has come on the upper end versus hmm. the, the, the lower end. And I don't know if that's just me being shallow or because you know it's like oh well you only listen to like the first couple of songs it's that's not really the case it's just the way it's worked out but i don't know i i, I really enjoyed it i i did it's just uh, i don't feel like i need to own this gotcha is that if that makes sense yeah i'm okay. not against it i'm definitely not against this i would recommend this to everybody so yeah we've never talked about the arcade fire arcade fire excuse me uh, uh and uh just like the clash right yeah, I purposely wanted to do this after the clash because I'm gonna make some people mad. But I think Arcade Fire, at least on this album, okay, versus London Calling, I think they Arcade Fire executed the sound of whatever the sound is, being influenced maybe by the Clash and other other similar musicians. It's a better execution of an album than London Calling. You're I'll, right. I'll say that. Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. Just the evolution of music. And yes. again, it's hard to compare like Michael Jordan and LeBron. It's a different time of the yes. NBA and Wilt Chamberlain and LeBron and things like that. So Correct. I'm not trying to say necessarily better, but I will say I feel like this album is better than London Calling. Okay. okay. And I will just, I think it's just a better execution of everything. I think it's a better execution. Yes. I don't know if I would necessarily say it is better than London Calling, but I would say you're right in the execution side of it. I feel like this is much more obtainable or understandable to the ear. If that, I know that's a weird comment, but I think comfort-wise, this is a more solid yeah. record to listen to. Yeah, and we're not British, so the... London Calling. Maybe we could relate to the lyrics a little bit more with London Calling. Because the, there's some Britain references throughout yeah. and things. And this is about the suburbs, and we grew up in the we suburbs. We grew up in the suburbs. So you listen to a lot of this, and so that's what I, I, I really like. I don't listen to it all the time, but I think this is an album in today's time that, yes, again, going back to what I said at the beginning, you can pick out songs, but it's a cool album that this is 16 songs. Last week was 19. Yeah. I'd much rather still personally listen to these 16 than those 19. I, I understand what you're saying. And by the way, for the people out there listening, we grew up on the rough end of the suburbs. <laughs> On that weird side of the tracks. No, we didn't. We really <laughs> no, we didn't. didn't. No. We grew up in I don't I wouldn't very say, middle class. I, and I wouldn't say the Woodlands, because the Woodlands is yeah. that next level. It's up. like but, upper middle. Yes. So but uh but this is this is great. So uh, I mean the suburbs you had a good pick. Uh ready to start is great, modern man's good. Empty Room is pretty cool. It has like an orchestral beginning. I think mm -hmm. that's what I like too. There's a lot of instrumentals There's in this lot, band. Yeah. It's got that orchestral ties. It has like Sprawl 1 and Sprawl 2. That's a theme throughout all of Arcade yes. Fire. Like the okay. latest album a couple years ago, they had Lightning 1 and Lightning 2. So they do that a lot. That's neat. I do I do think that's cool. That's so. pretty consistent. That um, It's really cool. City with No Children is pretty cool. 
Um, it mentions driving home to Houston. They he threw that in there. Oh, nice. Um, so that's in the lyrics. You, I agree with you. Half Light Two it takes a while, but I think that like it's a catchy yeah, hook. It's, it's cool. very uh, simple. Uh, Suburban War. Uh, if I just mention one line that kind of hit me, um, it's a good tie to the first track. Uh, with my old friends, I can remember when you cut your hair. I never saw you again. Now the cities we live in could be distant stars, and I search for you in every passing car. So, you know, it's a coming of age of talking about, okay, we grew up, because the pre- preceding lyrics were, you grew your hair out, so I grew my hair out. Yeah. We were all, at least in our version of the suburbs, that's how it was, right? Yeah, totally. You're listening to the music, and then you grow up, and you're like, oh, now we live apart, and but you still think of friends and so forth. We're lucky we have each other here, but- Of course. You know, we have friends that don't live close to us, that we're close friends in high school, that we're- still always thinking about so yeah, one of our one of our closest friends now lives in like san francisco you yeah know, like and we were in bands with him and stuff yeah and we share we share music still a lot yeah. often um so um uh, going through we used to wait is great it's pretty cool piano and so forth uh oh sprawl too one cool line too. uh talking about like coming of age they heard me singing and they told me to stop quit these pretentious things and just punch the clock yep that's a cool line i that's love that line. singing that song that's song. cool um, and so, yeah, the suburbs, and then it ends with suburbs continued, and which nice is bookend. really cool. So it's, yeah, it's cool. I, the whole bookend thing, as you're saying there, yeah, it's great. It's That's cool. cool. So I think it's a maybe bet. I do need to buy this record. <laughs> I, I think it's just really cool. It's just where it's orchestral, like, and that's Arcade Fire. What yeah, I have, that's true. What I, I have to give you for Arcade Fire. That's very consistent. So I, I might have to change my. I might have to yeah, go. Yeah, see, this. I'm changing your mind. All right. So the one that I keep coming back to, it's the suburbs, but you already talked about that. Yeah. So I'm glad glad you mentioned it. But it's uh, towards the end of the album, We Used to Wait. So I think Ready to Start and We Used to Wait sounds like songs. I don't know if you've ever had this happen. When you hear it, you're like, I've heard this before. Not in a bad way because you're like, oh, it copies something. But it's something that you're like, I feel already that this song has always been there. Uh It just fits. That's We Used to Wait and Ready to Start. So We Used to Wait, it's kind of got that constant piano. It builds. Um, the lyrics are pretty cool. It's, it's split between like writing letters. He talks about writing letters and then not writing it and things like that. Um, and then waiting, of course it's called, we used to wait. So now our lives are changing fast. Hope that something pure can last. And then at the end of the song, he says, wait for it. Nice. So in terms of today, actually on the news this morning, they were talking about, you know, people that are, uh, uh, multitasking, right. And like our kids today don't know what it's like to be bored and to just wait. Like, and he's talking about this in terms of like yeah. two things that don't happen anymore, writing letters. And then, so that's kind of the metaphor through that. And then one theme, and then also just waiting. Like sometimes things wouldn't happen or there, you'd have to wait with, stand there with the pain, but we used to wait. And then he ends the song just saying, just wait for it. Like, it's okay. I, I took that as we need to do a little bit more waiting. Oh, yeah. We used to just waste hours. That's another song. He talks about that mm-hmm. too. You just, that's the suburbs that's growing up. You know, and as, you know, I've taught elementary school for years. I also taught middle and high school as well, but elementary is where my heart's at. Uh, And from when I started to now, the technology shift that has happened is monumental Uh, to see the progression or lack of progression, I guess I should say, of imagination is, it is, in my opinion, is absolutely scary. Uh, kids these days, I, if you're a parent and you're hearing me right now, kids these days do not have an imagination anymore. And a lot of that is because they don't know how to be bored. 
they don't know how to wait because they always have something to constantly stimulate themselves yeah. with. Yeah. Well, sometimes my wife just says, be bored. Yeah. That's what she tells our kids. And they're pretty good. Like the, 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 our kids aren't perfect, but we, we try to just say, just they're be pretty bored. perfect. It's okay. Um, so yeah. And when you're talking about musically, you could play to this. Mm-hmm. I feel like these themes, again, talking about the suburbs, it's so simple. Yeah. And like just waiting, just talking about, we used to wait. Like, why didn't I think of that? So I know, we used right? to wait. Awesome song. God, that's such a good song. It builds. It has a kind of, uh, what do you call it? The feeling that gives you the feels. Mm-hmm. Or it kind of hits the minor chords at the right time and things like that. It just, it's a cool song. And it's later on in the album. And, you know, kind of bigger songs sometimes don't always end up in later on in the album. And I think yeah. it just works. All right, I'm changing my stance. They make you wait for it. So. I'm changing my stance. I'm buying the album. <laughs> a <sighs> first. Wow, yeah, a first. It, You know, it... To, to, if the people out there that know what I'm talking about, you hipsters, oh, you make me sick. It's okay. It's but okay. I, I, maybe I you are too. right on this one. Yes, you just had to wait for it, and then you're you're coming <laughs> coming to the album. So, uh, yeah, we, we used to wait. It's a cool song. Uh, I also feel like the keys. It's almost like a a hip hop mm-hmm. type keys that maybe that's something going back to album of the year it's relatable across i think this style it's definitely rock well, those, and indie but those keys also have an abba vibe to them or ab- like yeah a bum, 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 and then bum, they kind of got dun, 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 they got into a dancey that's mm-hmm. the next album reflector so totally i think it a lot of people could find something they like in this um it's hard to find an album a song that i don't like i mentioned spar one that's kind of yeah. quieter that's sometimes yeah. i skip that but the one that funny enough you really like it uh, the one that I skipped, I think I've always skipped, and it sticks with me, and it, I, I feel bad for saying I just don't like it. Now, other people might like it. I think it's slightly annoying. So sometimes when melodies are simple, they become annoying. Like I get you. American Pie, the song. Yeah. And there's just certain songs out there, melodies, they're just too annoying. Like, you know, it might be the Adele effect. They're overplayed. Ideally. Rococo. It's not overplayed, but it's the Rococo go go go. I see. I, just, I like that. I, I can't do it. Oh, whatever. It, it does stick. It gets stuck in my head, unfortunately. Yeah, but yeah, and I, it's maybe nice. that's why I like it. And it's nice. That's I admit it is catchy, but it I it's annoyingly catchy. All right, fine. You're wrong, but. That's that that just Rococo like I like it. It's just it's you're it, so wrong. It, I could be and if Let's you throw don't, chairs again. Yeah. So if you don't if you hate me for this, then sprawl one. But anyways, I <laughs> and I think just going back to even the first time I heard this album, and it's difficult to choose one that you don't like. I think I've just always gravitated away from this song. See, I dig it. I like it. It's cool, but whatever. You the know? other songs are very strong. Um, so yeah, please everybody go listen to this. Now, if you, I I will go ahead and say, I was just go ahead and say, it might be a little while until we see Arcade Fire on tour. They are doing some touring. 
If you've checked the news at all on Arcade Fire, probably the first thing that you read is that the singer, unfortunately, has gone through some of the uh, sexual harassment allegations ah, thing. So gotcha. if you've seen Arcade Fire in the news, they kind of disappeared about a year ago. So they actually had a very cool album, We, come out. And I actually wanted to give you that album because that's pretty strong. And then all of these allegations came out. So um, I've actually held on to Arcade Fire because I, I don't know if I want to you know, support that and it's not cool no, what that's happened. That's understandable. And Sometimes you have to be able to separate the music from the, the man. So if anybody's wondering, and maybe I should have said this at the beginning because you might have already turned this off, I will say that this happened way before any of that happened. Gotcha. I'll le just leave it at that. Leave so, it at that. No, we're not necessarily supporting anything that has is happened or anything, but, uh, you know, you can go read the news. The music speaks for itself. Well, that, that same thing came up with uh, Jesse Lacey and Brand New. It's like, you know, there's all these Brand New fans that are like, okay, do we still support the band? Do we still support the music after what came out? And, yeah, it's a toss-up. So, Michael, well, okay. Michael Jackson. Michael you, Jackson, you, even. Right? There's, so there's artists out there, so... You you uh, yeah read into it how do what you do what feel you is best and um, anyways so I I did want to mention that but this is a great album still again a Grammy album of the year award winner so nice. let us know what you think on the socials let us know on the socials and thank you for listening and I'm glad I changed your mind yeah 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 whatever and you might have changed my mind on last week's London Calling as I think about that more I might end up buying that too even though i still think this is a better <laughs> album the suburbs that's interesting oh thank you very much to the people out there greatly appreciate uh all the input that we get on our socials please go and listen to us on any streaming platform that you prefer be it spotify apple yada 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 amazon you know, find us at thealbumargument.com and please make sure that you share this uh this episode with everybody you know and grandma yeah. Yeah. We'll see you again next week for a cool album. Yeah. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. Deuces. We are out. <laughs>